Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. A creative web designer now takes her case all the way to the United States Supreme Court. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me on Faith and Freedom is Holly Mead. Well, Liberty Council filed an amicus brief at the United States Supreme Court in support of 303 Creative. 303 Creative is a website design company, and it is founded by Lori Smith. And she is in Denver, Colorado and she now faces an anti-discrimination law that essentially says if you're going to create websites and other designs for marriage, people that are getting married as the union between a man and a woman, you're going to have to also do that for same-sex weddings as well. Her deeply held religious beliefs, Holly, say no, she can't lend her creative activity to celebrate something that God didn't design and something that God does not celebrate, and it would be a conflict with her sincerely held religious beliefs. This case is now before the U.S. Supreme Court because the Colorado anti-discrimination law essentially says if you're going to design things for weddings between a man and a woman, you've got to design those same kinds of things for weddings between two people of the same sex. And you know, it's interesting because Lori started her business in 2012 in order to exercise her creative freedom. She wanted her own business so that she could convey the messages that she chooses. And of course, as a Christian, she believes that marriage is between one man and one woman. And she said, I cannot deny that in order to express this message, which is against that. Yeah, so she filed a lawsuit in 2016 in federal court. Uh, the judge uh, in 2019 uh, ruled against her. She appealed it to the Court of Appeals. The Court of Appeals, in an unprecedented ruling, upheld the Colorado law that requires her to promote messages against her conscience in violation of the First Amendment. The Supreme Court ultimately took the case. We filed an amicus brief. The case will be argued in the fall and decided sometime in 2023. It's a major case because it really pits the First Amendment against the LGBTQ, whatever you right. add onto that, agenda. You know, it's kind of similar. I mean, you think about the case with Jack Phillips and the Kate Baker and what he went through, and he's still fighting that, in fact, in Colorado. But why don't we talk a little bit about artistic expression and how that is protected by the First Amendment? Yeah, you know, when you look at the issue of artistic expression, uh, in our particular uh, brief, we talk about not only the First Amendment prohibits government from censoring the content of your views by requiring you to speak or requiring you not to speak. So you have the right to speak. You also have the right not to speak. In other words, the government can't right. force you to say a specific government-approved message. And this is something that we litigated with regards to the crisis pregnancy center cases. Remember that, Holly? Where right. California says if you're going to be a licensed crisis pregnancy center, you've got to refer people for abortion. Well, they're completely opposite than that. So that was a government-approved message. If you want to operate to save life, you have to also 
use the government-approved message to recommend abortion, which is actually contrary That's to ridiculous. the ridiculous, yeah. Fortunately, the Supreme Court overruled that as a violation of the First Amendment free speech clause. I mean, there's so many areas of artistic expression. You think about books, plays, films, video games, music, painting, poetry, drama, go on and on and on, that are protected by the First Amendment. So here, in her case, as a web designer, she falls under that category. Yeah, so, you know, expression. here's a shocking example, or here's an example. I should say, of a theatrical production that conveys thought-provoking messages. It's Michael uh, Franz Copenhagen, and the it's a fictional account of an actual meeting during World War II in which two physicists share heated words and profound thoughts about the controversial development of the atom bomb. So it's, it's a commentary on the atom bomb. One of the men is a scientist who is attempting to harness the power of the atom for use by Germany. And the other scientist speaks from the perspective of a Danish citizen whose country had been taken over by the Third Reich. You know, the artist has a particular message that he or she wants to convey when they're writing this theatrical production. And they're addressing a very controversial issue and the theatrical production is taking a position on that issue. You know, in our brief, we also include the fact that books have often stirred emotions. They've had, you know, political statements. They've sought to influence culture. Arthur Miller wrote The Crucible in 1953, responding in large part to the threat of civil liberties presented by those attempting to uncover communists in America realizing he could not write directly on the topic, he used the uh, Salem witch trials as the backdrop to sound the alarm. As the film was being made in the mid-1990s, Mr. Miller explained that so many practices of the Salem trials were similar to those employed by the Congressional Committee. The point is, whether you agree with them or not, it doesn't matter. The point is that these artists are making expressive notions, and they're often provocative. Right. They often have a message. The thing about painters, you know, often that some of the fam famous paintings that you see, I wouldn't particularly put it in my home, but that was ex a free expression of that particular painter's yeah. message. Music conveys pure speech, musicals and plays, other societal and political messages are conveyed through various kinds of music. Classical music, paintings uh, convey uh, messages even when they contain no words. Although people you know, may draw meanings from the paintings, they are indisputably produced because the artist has a message to convey. I mean, think about the play, The Passion of Christ. I mean, what a, a very strong message that has about Christian faith. We, we can't have the government censor something like that. You know, Mark Shagill is known as the quintessential uh, Jewish artist of the 20th century and one of the foremost visual interpreters of the Bible. Uh, he has explained that the Bible is like an echo of nature, and uh, this secret I have tried to transmit. That's what he says. His La Bible project spanned more than two decades and included 105 etchings in the series. As with any you know, practical depiction of a literary piece, people will ascertain different meanings from the paintings. But whether you have an artist that has a doubly entendre, like a double meaning, 
or has a meaning but you don't get it, the fact is an artist has the ability and the creativity to express a message. You name any kind of movie. Um, you name any kind of play or many songs, they have a message. Now, what happens now if the government comes in and says you want to have a message with regards to um, this fairy tale wedding of a king and a princess, uh, and you want to create that, and you want to specialize in a certain area? In this case, Lori wants to specialize in promoting God's design for marriage between a man and a woman. Now the government comes in and says, well, you can do that, Lori, so long as you also do exactly the opposite. And when Lori says, or any other artist says, well, no, that's contrary to my, not only religious free speech, clearly it's contrary to her religious views, but even if it's not based upon a religious motivation, it's free speech. The government cannot force you to speak. The government cannot force you not to speak. And when the government says, but here's the approved script, this is what Colorado wants you to do. If you enter into the cake-making business, the other creative business, the website design, the decorations, the all the things that go along with, say, for example, weddings in this case, could be anything else. The florist, yeah. Then you have to actually celebrate exactly the opposite of what your creativity is designed to do. And that goes against what this country is founded upon, the freedom of speech. Yeah, so I it's think this priceless. is a great case. It has a great opportunity to set a good precedent, this whole clash between not only free speech but the free exercise of religion and the LGBT agenda is a significant clash, and we ought to come down on the side of more speech, not less speech. Absolutely. If, in fact, Holly, the Supreme Court were to go the wrong way, then that means whether it's a liberal government or a conservative government, doesn't really matter what your politics is, if you give government that kind of authority to come in and pass a law and say, for creative artists, you have to approve this message and you follow this script, otherwise you cannot sing, write, compose, paint, design. You can't do any of that unless you do it on our terms. That would be a devastating blow to creativity and free speech. And the government was established to protect our speech, Absolutely. not to censor it. Absolutely. Go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org. That's lc.org. Liberty Council has already filed a brief in this case. You can find it online at lc.org. It has an interesting overview going into much more detail about creative design throughout history and how it's important and must be protected. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org. The website again, lc.org.